Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Money Refinanced, the show where we tell you who made money at the movies. I am one of your hosts, Damien Levy, with me as always. The queen herself. The queen herself is back. She yes. missed last week, yes. but she's back here. Shauna, how are you doing? I'm fine. Are you fine? Yes. Are you comfortable? Yes, very comfortable. I'm loving the space. Why don't you tell the people why you're so comfortable? Where yeah, are you right I'm now? I'm in our new office. You are in the new studio. <laughs> Call yeah, it office. This ain't no place for work. This is a place for podcasts. Yes. Um, yeah, we are in the studio space. Um, finally, it's nice and cool. It is nice and cool, and it's and comfy. It's it's not only is it nice and cool and it's comfy, but it's ours. It's yes. it's all ours. We don't have to worry about anybody else coming in here. I've already been recording in this like all week. Wow. Um, yeah, because we were supposed to record in here last week, but you weren't mm-hmm. here. Um, but it's been really nice recording in here. But enough about that. We're going to be talking about the top five box office this week and some movie news along with uh, what's been up with Shauna recently and uh, what's been up with Damien. And yeah, I'm sure you have some nice stories to tell. I'm not sure if I do, but I'll see if I can find some. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm going to get into the podcast right now. Let me just turn out, tune out that sweet jazz music. Sometimes I don't want to tune it out. Sometimes I want to keep it going because I really like that sweet jazz music. Um, um, Shauna, how are you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Shauna is fiddling with things and making things make noise. Um, she knows better than that because we've yeah, been doing this a long time. Um, yeah, it's been... So let's talk about that. It's been three years since we started doing podcasts, I think. Yes. Late 2016. Yeah, um, around September. Something like that, yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember... I don't remember what it was. I think it was when Force Awakens came out, mm-hmm. and we you you were tweeting up a storm about the box office numbers it was breaking or the records, and I was I just thought, you know what I I like the box office as well, and she mm. likes the box office. So let's yeah. see if we can make something out of this. And then and there we formed a bond. Formed a, a bond. Money bond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny because bonds are something in in finance that you're supposed to. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know what bonds actually are. They say you're supposed to buy them though. Um, and now we're here. Three years later in our very own studio. Mm-hmm. Not finished yet. Still has a it's few a things to do. Progress. Work in progress. It's almost there, people. It's, it's, it's looking lovely. It's it's in a place where we can record in here. Yes. Um, it, it, as you can see, there were there were just four microphones on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was enough. It was good enough for four people to be in a room and have one podcast together. So I'm really excited about the space. And we're at this very nice table, which is, it, you know what? This table right here feels like it was made... For. to be recorded on because yes. like this this the, it, it has uh, a, a desktop here and it has like a lot of empty space at the bottom mm-hmm. in the middle here where like, you can put things in and it's very much like you can just put your hand in from I any direction no it, it's, it's not perfect it, then. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want your glass there because as you can see when you put your glass there it made that thundering boom yeah we, may, we maybe don't want that but like the mic stands are perfect for this because yeah, it's just it the is. right width Mm-hmm. It's I just I'm in love with this desk. Yeah. Um All right, so I, I you know what I want to keep this short because what's going on upstairs is um is it is my mother's birthday. Um <laughs> I don't want to say her age. But um it's her birthday today and you did something very sweet just now because yeah. I'm going to give you some backstory people. I told Shauna that we're going to be recording today or she said we should record today and I said, "Yeah, that's cool." Um and I happened to let her know that today is my mother's birthday. And I said to Shauna to just, you know, if she could just get a card, that would be very nice. And Shauna, tell the people what you did, because I feel like you should brag about that. Yeah, 
I bought her a nice card. Mm-hmm. Brought her a nice bracelet, earring bracelet set. And it was uh, earrings and bracelet. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and I bought her a nice slice of cake. You know, it's her birthday, so yeah. cake is very very suitable. Yeah, well, that's perfect for birthdays. Mm-hmm. But I, you, I think you went above and beyond right there, and I'm, yeah. I am, I'm very proud of you because your your little Grinch heart grew three times. Whatever. <laughs> so you know what that means. I'm gonna have to go hard for Damien's birthday. I was about. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to <laughs> say it. But my birthday is two days from now. Yeah. And if I so I've, basically, even though it's two days from now, I'm not gonna see you until um Sunday. No, yeah, you're not gonna see me until the next movie week, morning. Yeah. So I can't, I can't flop myself. Sunday because nah, because you got going, a whole week to prepare. Yeah, he's going to kill me. So yeah. I have to find something special for the I mean I'm gonna kill you. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna be bitter about it every time we're on the podcast. I'm gonna be <laughs> like with me as always the person who fucked up my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> nah I honestly just you being here every week um without me paying you is is gift enough because hey, honestly you, are you throwing something out there? No I'm not Pain? I'm I, <laughs> No, I mean, I think we need to sign a contract. I'm now. just not. Hey, we need you to review this. You see how nice this table is. It's not yeah. nice because it's cheap. <laughs> no, um, because it, I mean, I would like to get to the point where I can. Whoever comes on these podcasts with me, I can start compensating them because it is time out of your day. You know, it's travel and everything. I mean, I know people like to come here and do it, but it is something where I don't take it for granted that people. Um, you know, like they have better things they could be doing with their time. So I very I much appreciate that. You don't? Yeah. I think you do. I, I, Sometimes. <laughs> like last week, I had like fun mm-hmm. and fun. Yes, yes, yes. Last week. Tell me about last week. Because the reason yeah. why we couldn't record last week, you were stuffing your face at Porkapalooza. Is that what it's called? No, it's Pork, pork Festival. The Pork Festival. Pork festival, the, the jerk festival, <laughs> jerk festival, port, right, right. It's the Boston jerk festival, right, yes, right. I went to Portland. Yes, tell me about and that. And I stayed. Not the jerk festival wasn't even the best part of my trip. It was, it was my stay at the Great Huts in Portland. Uh-huh. It's in Boston. It's like right where Boston Beach is. That's where the jerk festival keeps. Trust me, Damon. That place is an experience. I mean, probably never heard of it, but you're basically sleeping in a hut. I, I think sh- I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, you're yeah. showing outside. You're bi- you're pretty much connecting with nature, and it's a trust me, it's a unique, different experience. It's basically on a cliff. You can see the the the, the sea. There's so oh, it's it's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I would recommend at least experiencing it. I mean, it might not be for everybody because you know, I mean, it's a very open place. Right. Yeah. I mean, you might see a lizard. A bug. <laughs> <laughs> you might see one or two creepy crawlies. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't mean, mind that kind of thing. I, I would recommend if you guys go into Portland, Boston at that, try out Great Odds. Yeah. This is not a paid advertisement, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, I really had fun um, in Portland. I had a lot of jerk, a lot of soup. Yeah. The food is wonderful, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure that you had fun. Uh, I mean, it was so fun that you, you didn't come to movie money, which is the most fun time in the world. So of course it, it must have been amazing fun. Um. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about some people who had fun this weekend at the top five box office. Um, By the way, Damon, before we start, let me uh-huh. just throw it in your face. I won last week. Did you? Yeah. Well, you didn't come last week, so it doesn't count. Whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, before we get into the top five box office, I want to apologize because they didn't have you waiting at Sovereign. Yeah, um, for about half an hour. It was about half an hour. I checked Because when we were ready to leave the house, oh. I checked when you called me I mean, to I get was, picked I was going to strangle in the car, but your friends were there. So I just, <laughs> you know, I was going to just... Like, wow. So well, this is 10 minutes. So it's... it's mm, All right. So when you called, I said, yeah, give me 10 minutes. You should have known that meant half an hour. But anyway. Um, 
the the reason why i was so late is because right before we are recording this podcast i had just i'm on double podcast duty today because i had we just did a podcast on uh we were talking about shutters Mm -hmm. for late to the party because i didn't see shutters until later on in my life like when i was a fully grown adult so i had shutters is not something that was something i grew up with Mm -hmm. um but since sprinter just came out we decided to look at a jamaican movie Mm -hmm. um so people you can check that out on thursday and it was a really good discussion like we talked about why jamaican movies always have that element of crime and violence and Mm -hmm. how it's like it's a part of our culture that that's what's being represented on the screen it was a really deep discussion that we got into and honestly i tried to end the podcast about three times because they just kept on talking because they kept on getting into the discussion which is good i like that Yeah, because that's that's usually a positive thing that's a great thing in a podcast like i felt so bad because usually sometimes if i bring people on as like guests um when when they're on the podcast they kind of like clam up and like i ask them a mm-hmm. question and they just say one thing and then they're done yeah but they were just kept on talking which usually is great but That's i had you waiting and i yeah. had to keep you had to keep cutting down the podcast because because of that um but yeah really check that out on thursday that's gonna that's when that's gonna be coming out um but now let's talk about this week's movies all right um at number five we have yesterday for the third week in the top five box office, it is at number five this week. Last week, it was at number three. It is at $6.7 million this weekend with a total domestic gross of $48.3 million on a budget of 26. Yesterday is doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made more than double its budget. No, it's made... Yes, it's made $80 million wow. worldwide. Yeah, so it's made way more than double its budget. It's a small film. Um, it's. I mean, it's directed by Danny Boyle, so it has a, a big name behind it. And... The concept alone, I think people were very much interested in. Mm-hmm. So I think it's been going on that curiosity factor. Mm-hmm. But $80 I'm million dollars is very good yeah, for I'm that. Yeah, I'm sure this movie attracted like a, a much older audience. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's the Beatles, right? Yes, the Beatles. Yeah, yeah exactly. Beatles concept, right. So right. I'm, I'm sure if you went to the theaters abroad, you probably see a lot of whole persons in the theaters. Probably. So I'm not I'm not surprised that it's um, low-key doing well. And as, as Damien said, Danny Boyle is a name. Yeah. So person's my flock out to see well are you a beatles fan no Uh, not at all like if i asked you to name three beatles songs could you no really i mean i've probably heard their songs but yeah 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 to really like just pinpoint all right the beatles sang that beatles sang this no do you think i'm a beatles fan um yeah look look to your left yeah you're a beatles (laughs) fan i mean the, the, the the fact that you just attacked me about I'm the not Beatles. attacking you I'm just yeah. asking you if you were a Beatles fan I, I can tell alright because well, I, I said look to your left and you can't see because there's no cameras yet people but there yeah. is a big Beatles poster on the wall right now <laughs> so the fact that Chana is saying that she's not a Beatles fan I kind of want to kick her out to the studio but wow. we got a show to do so I'm going to keep it going uh, number four, we have Stuber which I think is the stupidest title of 2019 yeah, I so hate cool. saying it I hate seeing yeah. it and I'm going to have to talk about it some more right now but Stuber Made $8 million this weekend. I'm not seeing a budget right there. Let me see if I can find one real quick. But Stuber is the uh, 2019 action film with Dave Bautista and Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, it has made $11 million worldwide. So this is not a great opening. Um, but we will see how much it costs to make in a second. Um, do you have any interest in seeing this movie? Uh, no. You know, it's funny. Um, I remember seeing like two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. What's his name again? Um, Dave Batista. Yeah. He made a comment that, you know, he wasn't going to do any Fast and Furious movies because they're bad. <laughs> but yet still, he has been in some of those. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I and mean, this movie ha- this movie's getting good reviews? Uh, let me see. Because, all right. 
to that comment that he made, he's also in Escape Plan 3. Exactly. He's, trust me, if you go through his filmography, yeah, like you're he's, going to see a bunch of stinkers. So that was just weird. Yeah, it, 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 and it was weird. Because, like, I mean, um, um, you know, the Fast and Furious movies, they're not excellent films, but they're better than most of the movies he's been in. Mm-hmm. Like, they're at least competent, um, full-on action movies that, you know, you don't feel the budget. Um, but Stuber... It has 46% on Rotten Tomatoes and it costs $16 million to make. Um, so it's not doing well at the box office. It's not doing well um, critically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think this is going to... like this. This It'll make back its budget because its budget is so low. Mm-hmm. But it'll probably make like $25 million yeah. and then done. I don't think this is... like this, this was a movie that I was mildly interested in because the trailer was kind of, you know, like... I like these two actors mm-hmm. and I want to see what they do together, but... Like this is this is gonna be dead in in like a week. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. dead. Um, a movie that is doing pretty well for what it is. It is Crawl made twelve million dollars this weekend or its opening weekend at number three. This is the is it directed by Sam Raimi? No. It is directed by Alex, Alexandra. Yeah. Yeah, Alexandra Aha or Aha. I don't know how to Asia, pronounce it. Uh, I yep. think it's Aha. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a clown. A-R-H-A-H-A. Um, it made sixteen point eight million dollars oh, worldwide. Already made back his budget. Yeah, budget of thirteen point five. Uh, he's a French film director. He did oh he did The Hills Have Eyes mm-hmm. and Piranha Three D. Yeah, some um notable films yeah. under his belt. Um I'm well, seeing where he wants to tackle um a nightmare in Elm Street film. Yes, I, I saw that. Yeah. And that's really sad because I'm sure he can give us more original things. Like Crawl, yeah. Because Crawl um has eighty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's doing very well critically. Mm-hmm. Um doing well financially as but well but we knew that from the trailer yeah like, i mean you're the, i remember you're the one that introduced me right because yeah i did not know about this movie no I, I didn't know about it until the trailer came out and then mm-hmm. we watched it on the show and from the very the, the the first time watching the trailer i got a sense of like some trailers you just know this is gonna be a good movie mm-hmm. and this this proves like it's not just good but it, uh, it's doing interesting things with the genre um it's coming out here on wednesday mm-hmm. uh, i hope to oh, see it real? yeah because i checked you the news you know Twitter. what else is coming out on wednesday is rocket man Rocket Man is finally coming to Jamaica. Well, I already watched it. Okay, well, good for you. I haven't seen it, um, but that just means Land King is probably coming out here on Friday, mm-hmm. which I suspected because it's it's huge, like a huge release like that. Usually, oh, we don't get it too early, um, even though I don't know what we could be spoiling about Land King. Exactly. Like, um, we're gonna talk about that before the show is done. I want to talk about Land King really quick because the the clips that we've been seeing online, mm-hmm. boy. <laughs> um but yeah crawl's doing very well um 16 i can't wait to see it million on a 13.5 million dollar budget i'm excited to see it too uh one of the best movies of the year in number two right now is toy, toy story, story 4, 4. 20.6 million dollars domestically and it's fourth week in the top five and it's just at number two it was at number two last week and it's still at number two this week wow um it's made 346.3 million dollars domestically it's probably made like 800 million worldwide six, 700 let me see, let me see, let me see. I think it'll have it over here. 771. So almost 800 million. Yeah. It's it's pretty much right there. Um, Toy Story 4 is doing extremely well. Um, in a very competitive summer, like it has Spider-Man to contend with. It exactly. has um, all these smaller films that are taking little chunks out of the box office like mm-hmm. Crawl and Child's Play and all these and Annabelle. Still, and it's still on its It's way. still doing really well. Still and have you seen it? Yes, I have. And... What do you think? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's I excellent, mean, right? Yeah, it's, I loved it. Yeah. Trust me. I mean, because when I came on and I said, I don't know how good they make it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure when you heard that, you were like, all right, yeah. it can't be that good. 
But <laughs> no, I mean, three movies in to mm-hmm. this, I this 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 franchise has not lost a step. It has not, not a missed single. a step. I don't so, understand. So I mean, when you came and you were telling me all these praises, I'm like, yes, yeah. that's the reassurance I need mm-hmm. because I really expected. I mean, the first time I saw the first trailer, I was like. Mm. Yeah. But at the same time I, I think know, it had a bad trailer. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time I knew that the how much of a quality this series is. So I wasn't really like um thinking that it's going to be terrible or anything. I just knew that, you know. But I didn't one of my fears is that it would have it would suffer from the um Pixar sequel where there's a dip, yeah. a huge dip in quality from the first Yeah, like or, in Incredibles and Monsters yeah. University, Finding yeah, Dory, like I all mean, those. I mean, I watched it. I loved it. I loved the new characters. Trust me, the voicings. Of course, the dialogue is A1. Trust me, that's always been the best thing about the Toy Story yeah. franchise. The dialogue is just on point. It's funny. It's not overbearing or anything. And mm-hmm. it's moving. I so thought, I, th- I honestly think this is the funniest for Toy Story. Well, I think they're all on the same level. I just think there there's so many scenes in this that were um, like written as perfect jokes, mm-hmm. you know, like the other ones were, you know, funny situations for toys to get into. But this was just like, like the, the Ducky and Bunny characters, mm-hmm. I, I, I just loved every scene that they were in. Like, mm-hmm. I just thought they were excellent. Yeah, they were, they were really great. Um, and I think Tony Hale was just perfect. Perfect as for Perfect. Kid. Yeah, he was. I, he he has he is such a, a good grasp of like the terror that Forky experiences and then when the flip when he gets all, you know, worried about Bonnie, like mm-hmm. it's is it Bonnie is her name? Molly? I don't know what her name is. Yeah. Like the kid's name. It's not it's not as um memorable as Andy. Um but yeah, Toy Story Four is doing really well, um, critically and um uh, financially. He's always trying to throw himself in a trap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I mean that's gonna appeal to millennials because millennials yeah. are always saying that they're trash you know yeah. like they, they they feel that they feel what Fork <laughs> is going through yeah <laughs> um, and at number one we have the latest from Marvel Studios and the Marvel Spider-Man Cinematic Universe Far From Home 45.3 million dollars in its second weekend uh, it has a total domestic gross of t- 274.5 budget of 160 that is quite low for the budget. Yeah. I never... Ex- I thought it would be way more than that. I thought it would be like, I don't know, 180, 190. Trust me, when you see like certain action sequences... Oh, yeah. I mean, to see that it's a $160 million budget, yeah. that means a lot of movies can do better. Um, so there's a story earlier this week that said Spider-Man Far From Home needs to make a billion to ensure that it will stay within the deal with Marvel Studios and Sony. Mm-hmm. And it would definitely will because it's made $847 million in its mm-hmm. second weekend mm-hmm. worldwide. Um, I mean, that's amazing for, for any movie, but considering Spider-Man Far From, Spider-Man Homecoming mm-hmm. ended like right about there. Yes, This was its fine. This was its complete run was about these numbers and the fact that the sequel can do so much. This is experiencing a kind of boost that you got from like Iron Man 3. When mm-hmm. Iron Man 3 came out, it did way more than any of the other Iron Man movies yes, it because did. it came right after Avengers. Mm-hmm. And this is coming right after Avengers Endgame and there's so much to do with Tony Stark and the Avengers mm-hmm. and, you know, the the snap or, you know, the blip as they refer to it yeah, in this the movie. Blip. <laughs> um, so you, yeah, we've both yeah. seen it and we haven't yeah. really talked about it on the podcast. How did you feel about Far I, From Home? I, I loved it. I mean, there's a specific scene in it, like right after intermission. Mm-hmm. And trust me, there's action sequences where um, where Spider-Man, like Mysterio, that yeah. that that scene with Mysterio, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, in that kind of like 
dream world yeah yeah thing. yeah trust me that was amazing it was it was really that, good that was probably one of the best that's one of the best sequences in the whole entire marvel MCU? cinematic yeah universe. i i would actually agree with that i think it, it was, was so it was it was eye popping it was just i'm like wow yeah i've never seen i mean i'm used to the action Oh, they um, shoot action. In yeah, but it was movies. creatively but done. But it was very creative. It was yeah. colorful. It was just, it was just different. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wow, the uh, the it, uh, action in this movie mm-hmm. is kind of different from the rest of the Marvel movies." Like, it is. It's it's much tighter um, because I think it's it's more focused on you know the character of Peter Parker instead of the action itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the scene that you're talking about is almost perfectly pulled from. A comic book like scenario yeah. with him fighting Mysterio. Yes. Um, let me just. Um, so I, I, I mean, I'm glad you you liked it. I did like it. Trust me. Yeah. I didn't love it. Yeah. Um. Wow. I, so. Wow. I I re- I really like Homecoming. Mm-hmm. I think Homecoming is the second best Spider-Man movie, if not the best. Like I think it's almost it's on nah. par with Spider-Man too. Um, but I just think. Far from home, it it fixed a lot of problems Homecoming had where you saw Peter Parker, he screwed up and you saw the effects of that. And you saw him basically have to um, redeem himself from screwing up. And, <laughs> you know, he, he, he they did a classic thing of Peter Parker, kind, not shirking responsibility, but, you know, buckling under the pressure of responsibility and passing mm-hmm. it off to somebody else. And then seeing the devastation that happens after he does that. I mean, Peter Parker's whole origin comes from you need to step up even though it's hard. You always need to step up because mm-hmm. if you don't, bad things will happen. Um, and I think they really nail that in this movie. So everything to do with Spider-Man is excellent. I don't like the side characters. I think they're just, they're too goofy. Like, I don't oh. like the teachers and the, the, the classmates. Yeah, the teachers are very goofy. So like in the, in the beginning, I was like, yeah, okay, some, some side comedy to kind of balance out the, mm-hmm. the drama and stuff. But then they just kept on going with it and it just kept on cutting back to them. Like it felt like, um, I'm trying to think of the movie, but okay. You remember in, in, in Thor The Dark World, mm-hmm. right? Remember how uh, in the first Thor movie you have Darcy and, mm-hmm. and Natalie Portman's character, um, and Jane and, and um, the professor, Dr. Selvig, right? Mm-hmm. And you have those characters in the first one and they're just kind to wrap their heads around Thor and everything. And then in the sequel, it just keeps cutting back to those characters, like in the final scenes. And it's like, mm-hmm. we don't really need this. Like, this just feels like it's not as important as what's going on in the rest of the screen. Um, so every time they cut back to those other characters, like, I like them, like, right? But it just felt like the material wasn't strong enough. Right. It was forced and it was also too silly. Like, they didn't yeah. feel like real people. They felt like cartoon characters. Well, I, I agree with the silly part. I think yeah. I don't think they're humor landed yeah some sometimes it did i don't want to say it was all bad but But i think honestly it wasn't really a bother or anything yeah they kind of just they were just there for me yeah i mean i'll laugh i'll probably cringe but i mean it didn't really take anything from the movie for me yeah i mean i wish it i wish it could have been the same for me just i i couldn't get past that but more i don't want to say i didn't like it i love this movie Mm -hmm, i just it's 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 not one that i think i would rewatch. Oh, anytime soon like i really i'll rewatch it eventually yes you know it's like oh you know let me give it another I, chance i'm sure you're going to like it more on i i probably will but yeah. I'd, I'd still think these things might bug me a little bit but i yeah. mean people are loving it it's making a lot of money worldwide so mm. it's, it's um, good i mean 
the thing that I loved about homecoming was, I mean, the whole uh, high school nature of it. I mean, yeah. they feel like kids. They're they're kids, and, and they bring that back this time. Yeah, and it's the same way. thing with this one. So, I mean, it was really hard to hate. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. I mean, the characters. I mean, the action was even better than the first movie. So, yeah. I mean, there's very little to hate. I, yeah, I, I can't say I would hate this movie because mm-hmm. this movie is it's it's too you know charming to hate it. So. But there's one thing, I mean, on the internet, because, you know, I'm always on Twitter and I'm always reading Right, up. right. I mean, one of the criticisms criticisms of mm-hmm. this movie that I'm seeing is that how oh, it's too, I mean, why is Spider-Man using Stark tech? And, uh, you know, why are they making it so focused on Tony Stark? But yeah. It's just, it's, to me, I tweeted about this yesterday. I'm saying it's just weird because, I mean, who introduced Spider-Man? Yeah. Do you realize that over the, what, three movies or so that he was in, he's in the Marvel Universe? I mean, they kind of um, portray this bond between the two, right? And stuff. And I mean, we just saw Tony, Tony, Tony Stark uh-huh. die in Endgame. So I mean, why wouldn't it be like centered on Tony Stark? I mean, they built a relationship between. Yeah, the two. yeah, yeah. So it's just weird to see that kind of criticism. I mean, seems like person just wanted a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but. I mean, coming from Endgame yeah. to where the Spider-Man character started. Yeah, I mean, know. I can understand the criticism, but also I can't see how Marvel could just make the movie right after Endgame mm-hmm. be anything but some form exactly. of reference to. So, um, I mean, they they built. I mean, this is like his uncle Ben in right. some way. So yeah, it was just kind of it's kind of weird, but I mean, I enjoyed the movie. That's all that matters. Yeah, um, and I think I, I think next one the mm. one that they're gonna go do after this one um they're gonna break away from that connection a little bit yeah. to, to be more about spider-man and mm-hmm. be more about his character um and it might be something to do with the deal it might be something to do with the the, the deal that they have with sony where it has to have enough of a you know connection to the rest of the mcu for mm. them to make it so mm-hmm. i don't know um all right, so before we go on to the news, it's not, not a lot of news, just a few small things I wanted us to discuss. Uh, let us predict next week's box office really quick. Shauna, would you Since like to go? Since you're the loser, because <laughs> people, Damien, lost. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to um, admit it, but... I will never admit defeat. <laughs> that That is not in my vocabulary. Um, okay, I'll go first, if you want me to go first. Sure, go ahead. Um, okay, I don't know why. By the way, those... Those credit scene was kind of like wow, right? Yeah, yeah. No, the, there were there were some pretty epic um, end credit yeah. scenes. Um, I don't want to say what they are because I don't want to spoil it for people. Because I think mm-hmm. it's still kind of soon. But they yeah. they did something that wow. I wanted them to do for a while. I didn't think they yeah. were ever going to do it, and they did it. Um, all right, I I lost Wi-Fi, so I'm gonna try and. So the Wi-Fi is down here is quite strong actually. So. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm having some connected c- 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 connectivity, connectivity problems. It's even happening with my voice. Um, okay, but I have next week's movies coming up on my phone right here. I'm just going to tell you what they are. And it's really just one. It's the, it's the biggest movie of the year, I think. <laughs> like Maybe even bigger than Endgame. Um, actually, probably no. not considering um, you know the, the, no. the timing <laughs> of it. But uh, it is Lion King. It's coming out next week. And I am going to go ahead and do the bold thing of predicting that, yeah, I think Lion King is going to be number one next week. You sure? I think it might be. I mean, I don't know if people are going to care about, you know, something so small um, as a nature documentary. 
But Lion King is what I'm going to predict for next week at number one. Wow. Um, Spider-Man, will you be at number two? I'm going to say yes. Um, and then I don't want to do, I don't want to do this. I feel like I'm going to end up doing this. Um, I'm going to say crawl at number four. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what for number five, because I don't want to say Stuber again. <laughs> you were um, saying yesterday. Because <laughs> uh, nothing else is coming out. Like if I look at, there's, there's a movie called um, At War. And then there's a movie called <laughs> Rosie and Tiny, The Life of Aryan Black. Like, not, nothing, is, nothing is coming out next week. Um, so, I, I, all right. <laughs> Maybe yesterday. I don't know. Because I don't see people going out to see Stuber. Um, yeah, I'll say yesterday in the uh, number five. Uh, what do you predict for your top five? I mean... I'm just going to put it in because you're going to say Lion yeah, King, right? Yeah, and then... Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I guess. Toy Story 4. Uh-huh. Crawl. And you're doing the same as me, aren't you? And Stuber. I mean, just Stuber? number five, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So, Shauna has Land King at number one, Spider-Man Far From Home at number two, Toy Story 4 at number three, Crawl at number four, and Stuber at number five. I have the same top four, but yesterday at number five. So, we'll mm-hmm. see who is the winner next week. All right. Um, so, talking about the Land King... Um, I wanted to talk about people's reception of it because right now it's at 58% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And that's weird because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not weird considering, I mean, Aladdin didn't get a big number on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's very similar. I think it might yeah, be 59%. It, yeah. Um, but I, I, I would have expected Lion King to get something like The Jungle Book because mm-hmm. it's kind of similar, Talking Animals, Directed mm-hmm. by John Favreau. And I think a lot of people out there are like wondering, what is it about Lion King that makes it not the Jungle Book? Mm-hmm. And I think the reason is Jungle Book, it does the same like photorealistic thing with the animals. Mm-hmm. But Jungle Book has a distinct like kind of vibrance to it. Yeah, you know, it, it, uh, to me, it's more imaginative. Yeah, that's a good way to yeah. put it. Because Jungle Book, when you look at that movie, the one that John Favreau did in 2016, it doesn't necessarily feel like our world, mm-hmm. right? It feels like it looks real, like it's it's it it really exists. Mm-hmm. But it might it's like it's in its own little bubble, its own jungle yeah. that doesn't really you know exist in our reality. Like when when you go when you see the scene where um when Mowgli is going to the the temple of all the monkeys, you know, there's this kind of like mystical element to it mm-hmm. you know it kind of feels like something you know uh, uh, a happy tim burton would have made mm-hmm. because tim burton if he had made jungle book it would have been kind of dark and creepy and you know very gothic <laughs> but when john favreau does it is very bright and vibrant and full of life and lion king it's real yeah. and it's <laughs> almost too real because i watched a scene and i want you know uh, I, I, let me see if the wi-fi is working enough for me to pull this up because I really want to bring up this one scene. Um, um, the only thing I can tell you is that the more I've seen, um, the more clips I've watched of the Lion King, is the more I realize that probably this movie shouldn't have been made. Right. Yeah. Um, well, so <laughs> one of the things people were talking about was the casting of Beyonce. Um, mm-hmm. Because, when, you know, when you were first, I mean, this is one of the most brilliant casts ever. Um you're not, you're not used to sitting in that chair is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fine. It's no big deal. 
Um, but I mean, you got you got Beyonce as Nala. You got um, Donald, um, Glover. Donald Glover as Simba. You have James Earl Jones back as as um, Mufasa. You have John Oliver as you know Zazu. Zazu. I mean, John Oliver pretty much is a British bird anyway. Mm. Um, <laughs> you you have Billy Eichner as as Timon. Seth Rogen as Pumba. Like it just Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen. I thought mm. were the best. Yeah. In terms of voices for these roles, because it me, they sound perfect. Well, it it felt to me like as soon as they were cast, it felt to me like they will give you Timon and Pumbaa, but they will give you their Timon and Pumbaa. It won't feel like a copy, but it mm-hmm. will still it'll still feel like the characters, but it'll still feel like this new version of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to talk about this clip because it has Timon and Pumbaa. It has the voices that I thought were the best in the 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 picking. Um, so let me just play this this clip really quickly. vultures one day i'm gonna get one i don't know why it's so important to you i just feel like it would make me feel better <gasps> oh no it's a little lion that is not a lion well then go check it out what is that it that is not a lion it's a furry bird it looks like a lion yeah that's not a lion let me get a closer look excuse me oh, all right let me see what we're dealing with here it's a lion run for your life wait 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 it's a little lion it gets bigger can we keep him can we please keep him? Oh, oh okay. Uh, I promise. I'll walk him every day. If he makes a little mess, I'll clean it up. You'll be, be his little mess. He's going to eat you and then use my body as a toothpick. But one day, when he's big and strong, he'll be on our side. I've got it. What if he's on our side? Hear me out! Having a ferocious lion around might not be such a bad idea. Well, then can we keep him? Yes, of course we can keep him. Well, my I- God, who is the brains of this operation? We're going to name him Fred. Um. So essentially, the, it... When you see them talking, like mm-hmm. it's a good back and forth with Timon and Pumbaa, with Billy Eichner and um, and Seth Rogen, but it it just feels weird seeing them talk because it's a real warthog and a real um, meerkat, and it just mm-hmm. doesn't feel like they should be talking. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel like it. My mind can't process it when they're speaking. Mm-hmm. Um. So and I, I'm seeing that a lot with the the scenes that have been coming out. Like yeah, there's a bit of disconnect. There's a clip yeah. where you know they're they're singing Akuna Matata and mm-hmm. you're seeing um um Donald Glover Simba, mm-hmm. and it just looks weird. Mm-hmm. It just there's a there's a disconnect there that I'm not. Re- Really think, and it's not so much that um, it's animals speaking in real life mm. or speaking in English. It's just that they there's there's no creative coloring or lighting on these characters. Yeah. It's just n- as natural as possible. Mm. And I feel like if they gave Pumba a little bit of red, you mm. know, a little, or, or you, you gave Timon like just a little bit of cg expressiveness mm. you know like you yeah, can do that and and kind of tweak it a little bit so it's not so um real and i think that was a that's a problem that people are going to be having with land king i haven't seen it yet i'm gonna see it on friday but mm. from what i've seen i'm i'm weirded out yeah i think they took live the term live action literal yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think, think so they're trying you know because the other movies basically they brought them to life the other disney animations yeah but they're trying their best yeah with this one to make them look very very real so i think there will be a disconnect there yeah i had th- and i think i saw this coming because um i didn't like abu in in aladdin mm-hmm. because i just thought there's the this monkey is just a monkey He's not Abu. He's not doing anything that makes you feel like this is a character. There's no, like, th- there's nothing added to him to make me feel like 
this is a part of this story. He's just a rant. Like, this could have been a nature documentary about this monkey, but... Um, <laughs> I didn't mind a book. All right. Well, I, we, 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 we disagree on that one, but yeah. I, I think with Lion King, it's going to be a bigger problem yeah. because it's not just one character. It's all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no there's yeah. no human character to kind of balance it out. Exactly. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see in a week. Yeah, we will see in a week and we'll discuss it next weekend. Um, so one thing that we will not be discussing, unfortunately, Shauna, is the sequel to the Power Rangers, Rangers movie from 2017. Yeah. Um, this was a movie that came out and it didn't do that well at the box office. It didn't terribly, no, yeah, but it didn't it, do that well. I mean, it had a hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, and it made like one thirty, one forty. Yeah, yeah. So that was a disaster. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we liked it. Yeah. Uh, we were fans of it, and I was looking forward to what they would do next. Because I thought this was a very mm. creative way to do Power Rangers. Doesn't look like we're going to be getting a sequel to that. Yeah, they're going to reboot it. Yeah. So, uh, what's his name? Um, Dakar Montgomery, mm-hmm. right? He plays the Red Ranger in the new Power Rangers movie, mm-hmm. and he also played. Uh, he's also in Stranger Things three, um, where he plays another character on that. Um, yeah, so I, he he came out on a um, a, uh, I think it was a Ask Me Anything, um, on Reddit and AMA, mm-hmm. and he was saying that the new Power Rangers movie is not going to be going forward. Uh, which is sad because they said they're, they're, they are doing a new Power Rangers movie, just mm-hmm. not with the same cast, not with the same story. That sucks. Yeah, so they're doing another reboot, which I think is kind of soon considering the um, last one just probably, came it's out. It's probably going to be stuck in development hell, though. Probably. Yeah. And it, it might be, I, I would say, I think if they want to really, because if, if they don't like what happened with the last Power Rangers movie, they should make it um, maybe CG animated, like something like mm-hmm. the Lego movie, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of bring it back to that. Because... Um, it's hard to do Power Rangers live action and not be goofy because even the show where they are live action mm-hmm. is goofy. Yeah. yeah. I don't think this um, generation has taken to Power Rangers though. No. I think it's kind of like, same with um, the upcoming Space Jam sequel. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be received that well. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Space Jam sequel, they got another casting. Did you see that this week? Um, they did? Yeah. yeah I don't n- remember who. It's no one sporty. It is... War Machine himself, Don Cheadle, yeah, has been yeah, added yeah. to the Space Jam 2 cast. Um, it is not saying who his character is, but uh, Don Cheadle has been cast in um, Space Jam 2. Now, we discussed this last episode, I think. Did we? I think and mm. we talked about the, the, the basketball players that have been confirmed for the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I don't know who he's going to be playing in it. I assume, I mean, I can just see him as like an embarrassment. Um, an ambassador for like the aliens or whatever, yeah. um, something like that. But it could be um, an agent for LeBron. Um, but you know, I think he could actually be a coach. Mm-hmm. I think he could. Or be in like a. <laughs> he could be an agent. That's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, an yeah. Agent. Um, I I should give credit for that because somebody who's sitting in the studio now, um, Alex, who was just on the podcast that's gonna be coming out on Thursday. He he suggested that he could be a coach. So, yeah, that's a good idea. He could actually be a coach. What did you say he could manager. be? Manager for who? The team. Oh, oh, yeah, for the, for the or NBA an team. Or an right. agent for LeBron. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe he works at, like, NASA and, and he, you know, he goes mm-hmm. out to get the team together. Yeah, I could see that being... How do you think Don Cheadle feels being at the age where he could be playing a coach? You know, <laughs> like, there used to be a time when Don Cheadle was the star basketball player. Yeah. But now Don Cheadle is getting roles that used to be for Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, damn, age... Age catches up to you. True. Um, let me see what else we have here. It's invisible man. What is it? Stuber's 
Oh, no, that's, that's nothing. Um, speaking of Sam Jackson, God, I'm so good at the segues. Um, Sam Jackson and Chris Rock. Uh, you know that Chris Rock is having a new Saw franchise. Yes, Which is very strange to me. Yes, very um, unfortunate. And it's, it's funny because Power Rangers, as we were just talking about it, mm-hmm. um, it, it it's, it's a very recent movie that is getting a reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just from 2017. And, Jig, and Saw also had a reboot in 2017. And the fact that they are already talking about a reboot after that movie did so terribly. Yeah. I just, it seems like already it was proven there's no audience for Saw right now. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, I think it's, it, it, it did its time. I mean, it yeah. was what, seven, eight films? I don't think there's much more to be mined from the exactly. Saw franchise. But I I'm, think, yeah. I'm, I'm hearing that Sam Jack is probably Jigsaw. <laughs> Somebody brought that up. Man, I, I don't see that being, the, I don't see how that could work. Um, I mean, it's a big name to get in your horror. Has Sam Jackson done a lot of horror movies? Snakes on a Plane. That's not a horror movie. <laughs> I mean, it could be. I mean, he did. Un- Unbreakable is by oh. M. Night Shyamalan, but it's not a horror movie. No. So I don't know. I don't, th- I don't remember him being from a lot of horror stuff. Um, I didn't think it's interesting that Chris Rock... He's in Jurassic Park. Yes, okay. Jurassic Park is a horror movie. Um, it's a mild horror movie, but it is a horror movie. Um, but I, th- I think Chris Rock bringing out, out this new Saw franchise, that is not a combination I would have ever put it together in a million years. I mean, Chris Rock did a movie. He did. He directed Top 5, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. a movie that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So him taking this route to, you know, like, bring back a franchise that nobody cares about anymore, yeah. it's kind of it's depressing in a way because, as you know, Hollywood is all about sequels and remakes yeah, and reboots. Yeah. And right he now. was doing something original. Yeah, 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 so it was kind of... I mean, it was a bummer for me. Yeah. I, I think Chris Rock just saw how much money Jordan Peele made and he thought, yeah. if that guy can do comedy and horror, I'm going to do it too. Yeah, but Jordan Peele is giving us original content. Yeah. He's not... I mean, Saw is not original content. This is really depressing. You know what? I think you're just a hater. I think oh, you just don't want to see a black man shine. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I'm team Jordan you, Peele. You, you think... Yeah, exactly. You think it's yeah. one one black man in Hollywood is good enough. We don't <laughs> need more than that. Um, uh, all right, so... I think the creaking is being picked up on the mic with the rocking of the chair. Oh, it's that? Yeah. I thought it was him. No, it's, it's been you. <laughs> I thought it was him. No, because the whole time I've been hearing this creaking and I see Shauna notices the creaking and she's looking around like, hey, what is that creaking yeah, sound? I thought it was As she him. rocks back and forth in her All chair. Right, I stop. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's going to be it for this week's episode. Oh, um, no, there's one more news. What do we have? Um, Mortal Kombat. There's more Mortal Kombat news? Yeah. What happened with Mortal Kombat? What was it again? You see, you can't be bringing up the well, news. Well, they, they, they added a, um, a, a cast. Uh-huh. But there was something else. But oh, I, oh, oh, they said it's rated R. You sure that was it? I'm there, pretty sure. There was something else. Um, Warner Brothers is rebooting an R-rated version of the Mortal Kombat film series. Are you sure I go down? Uh, go okay. Down. Hang on, hang on. Not, not I go to the news. There was something else. Oh, they're going to add fatalities in the movie. Oh, yeah, oh yes, was, yes, 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 yes. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. There, they also added somebody. I think it's an Indonesian actor. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be playing Liu Kang? Um, they, they haven't specified okay. what, he, what his role is. I don't remember his well, name. But I mean, I think if, if they cast the Indonesian actor as, mm-hmm. as um, Johnny Cage, mm-hmm. that would be hilarious. Just to cast me. the one white guy in Mortal Kombat as an Indonesian, that's, I think that's just trolling at that point. You know, I'm not sure if he's Indonesian, but I think he is. Yeah. Um, but I think fatalities in Mortal Kombat, like that's yeah, 
Boy, this movie isn't gonna make a lot of money. Though. I mean, it it'll at least have fans. I know that mm-hmm. much. Like it'll have very devout it's, fans. It's gonna have like a little Power Rangers get um following. What? Yeah, yeah. But it, I don't. I just don't see these movies making a lot of money. I don't think it will make a lot of money. But I think if they if they're able to pull off fatalities mm-hmm. on the screen in that cinematic way. I will be loving it in the theater and I will buy that on Blu-ray. I think, I think this new Mortal Kombat should be mostly like Indonesian actors because, you know, they're very, they're very amazing on like um, martial arts. And yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah, Trust me. yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week's episode of Moving Money Refine. And Shauna, thank you for coming. Oh, my pleasure. Coming up that sweet jazz music. And we'll see you next week. And we'll All put right. you on mic so you can't back out of it. All right. <laughs> All right. So thank you for listening, everybody. This has been Movie Money Refinance once again. Uh, you can find the podcast on Stitcher SoundCloud and on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Damien Movies. That's Z-A-M-I Movies. You can find Shauna. At Damien Movies. No. That got, where can they find you on Twitter? Shauna WTF. And you can find me on Instagram at Damien Michael Movies. And you can find the podcast on DamienMichaelMovies.com. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.